Hello, everyone, and welcome to the club. It's me, Rachel, and I'm actually here today solo. My mom was not able to join me today, so you get just me. Um, also, we had a guest scheduled for today, and she also was not able to make it, so hopefully we can reconnect with her and get her on here soon. Today, I just kind of want to discuss a little bit more of the autumn blues, I guess, is what I'm still dealing with. I talked about a little bit about it last week and how I kind of fell off the wagon here. Um, and then I felt like, okay, I'll get back on. I already know what's happening. I mentioned that I kind of ignored some of the triggers and I felt like, okay, I'll get back on. And you know, we're, life is busy. We're busy. Again, as I keep mentioning, I'm 12 years into this. I'm not six months. I'm not a year. I'm not so raw anymore, supposedly, right? So mentally, I'm thinking, I got this. I know these triggers. I know what I'm going through. And it's not as intense as it was in the beginning. It really isn't. But the pain is, if that makes sense. And that's why I want to talk about that today. Because even though it's been 12 years, and even though me falling off this wagon, right, I'm in depression rehab, has been, it's been a while since I've fallen off. That doesn't mean that, you know, I, I don't shed a tear. I don't think about him. What I mean is like when you fall off and you, you know, you're not at rock bottom because you're never going to be at rock bottom like that first, you know, stage, those first couple of stages. But what I'm trying to say is like, I'm feeling guilty because I've healed so much. I'm so far into this. I'm here on this podcast talking to you all and trying to help others, trying to help you and your families. But I feel like I went a few steps back, even though I recognized it and knew what was going on. So let's just start with like, I believe it's the fall. That's what's triggering this. I believe that the last few years have not been as triggering because, you know, there was the fire, we lost the house, the homes, our homes in, in the, at the end of the summer. So right after that was fall and we were just, you know, processing that and surviving and, you know, we've been through the worst so we can do this. So I didn't allow myself to go there, I guess, not, you know, on purpose, not intentionally. It was like just what I was dealing with in life in real time, right? Then the following fall, I was, well, I, I was not pregnant, but I had my son and, 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 and it was our first fall with him. And so I, I'm just, I'm trying to process this as I'm talking to you even because I don't even know what's going on. And I just feel it's so important because again, I'm over a decade into this and I'm still doing this. And again, even though it's not as intense like I'm not having to miss work. I'm not calling in three days in a row. I'm not, you know, waking up every morning and saying, I hate my effing life like I was for the first, you know, three, four years. But the pain is still there. It's the same. 
when I allow myself to be in it, right? Because most of the time we're just like going through the motions in life and you live, you know, day by day. And, you know, if you're just in the beginning, that's probably, you don't see that yet. But for us, it's just like, wow. So I feel like the last couple of years, I've been kind of preoccupied where I haven't had to kind of deal with that fall trigger. And fall represents, again, like, I mean, just the beginning of the new school year and pumpkin patches and Halloween and football and just the trees changing colors and the leaves falling, the weather changing, sunsets. Uh, Did I miss anything? I mean, hot chocolate. Everything about the fall just takes me back to my childhood, our childhood. And so it triggers that for me. And so as I mentioned last week, it's the same. I'm, you know, zero tolerance, uh, irritable, just, I mean, other than sad, right? It's just, there's something not right. And so I thought, okay, this is, I know what this is and I'm just going to, you know, keep going and I love my brother and I'm going to think about him and we're talking about him and, you know, we're looking at pictures and so I will get through this. This will be fine. But last week was rough again. And so I did this sobbing, you know, cry and I probably haven't cried like that. I don't know. I mean, probably since his anniversary (laughs) in July, but I just did that where I was you know, in the middle of the day and just by myself and just having a rough day. And as I mentioned before, it's like, for some reason, anytime something in life like isn't feeling right or going right or any kind of negativity in my life. And the first thing I think is like, if he were here, this wouldn't matter or I just wouldn't care. This would be easier I'm still thinking life would be so different. And I have my miracle baby. I have the love of my life. I have my parents. I have my health. But there's something that just feels like it's never going to be the same. I mean, I know that's true. But with all this happiness and with all this completion it doesn't matter because he's not here and that part of our family is gone. And even though we've started a new book and things look so different, completely different lives, and I'm a different person and new relationships and some of our old relationships didn't last because these people didn't know how to handle it, right? All of this and I just want him back. And I just went through this week of, you know, like, I know he's in heaven. You know, for us, that's what we believe. I know that I'm going to see him again. I know that, but it doesn't matter. I'm just, I just want to be sad about it. I want to be mad about it. I want to be like, that's not fair about it. He was my person. He was, I mean, as close as I am to, you know, all my other loved ones in life. He was just my person. He was the person that got me and it doesn't matter how fulfilled I am. This heart will always feel like this, this pain. My heart will always feel like this. And it's just like, I was doing so good. You know, I was, I'm here on this podcast and I'm trying to help others and 
And then I fell off and I said, okay, this will be, this will be a breeze. But for some reason this time it wasn't. And again, didn't fall to rock bottom, but I don't know. I'm just really sad. And I've been crying a lot for him. And that crying where, you know, like you start talking to him and I'm just telling him, like, I just want you here. And I just want to do all these things with you. I want you to be here with us. I don't want to live with you where you're, you know, I have to live with you spiritually. I, I don't want to do that today. I just want to wish you back. I want to hold you. I want to hug you. I want to smell you. I want to hear your laugh. I just want to hear you say to me, I'm overthinking it and everything's going to be okay. You are my balance in life. Everything just got taken away. And to survive, we had to say, we are strong enough to do this. On some days, even 12 years later, I wake up saying, I don't want to do this, but I have to. But when I'm by myself and I don't have my son with me and no one else is in the house, sometimes I just let go. There's no one I miss more. And I'm telling you all this because I understand what you're feeling. And you may be in the beginning and you may think that I don't, but I do. Because it hurts the same when you like sit and think about it and you wrap your head around it. It will take you back to that day. And it is the same. And sometimes you just have to do it. And that's what I allowed myself to do. Like I said, I was alone and I just let it out. I mean, I just let it out and I just talked to him and I just asked, please help me. I feel guilty because I'm happy, but I don't have you. And I'm not guilty because I'm happy. Like, I know I deserve happiness. We all deserve that, right? I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, I feel guilty. I don't know. It's just there's so many emotions. I don't even know if that's the right one. I don't even know. But I just want to share with you all because I really want you to understand that you know, this is going to be life. You go up and down and, you know, you could go a couple years without thinking about that. And then, you know, I like I said, I think for me, it's like watching my son grow. I want my brother here so badly. I want him here so because I want him. And I know he sent him to me. I know he already has held him. I know he sees him from where he's at. I know that. I get that. But like I said, some days I don't care because I just want you to be right here. So I want to take him to the park. You are there with us. And we start planning, you know, what are we doing for Christmas and the parades? And I just want you to go with us. As time goes on, you just, I don't know, you just want to hold him even more. I did want to mention that I recently have kind of reconnected. We never fully separated. I believe that we became distant and I've recently reconnected with someone very special in my life. And I think that's bringing back some, some emotions as well. I'm happy. I'm so happy to reconnect. I kind of wrote it off as this is someone who doesn't accept the new me. And as I learned in counseling, that's okay. However, I, I can't be around you because you can't accept the new me. So it's too hard for you. 
So I'm just going to distance myself. And it wasn't the whole time. It hasn't been 12 years, but it has been a few years. And now that we've reconnected, and, and again, we were never fully separated. It just, we just became kind of distant. And now that we have, you know, reconnected, I'm understanding and realizing that I don't believe it was just her and, or even her at all. I am understanding now that some of it was me trying to understand myself and who I was and maybe having her in my life was not allowing me to do that because I felt like it wasn't allowing me to become the new me. But I think that was me feeling that way. And maybe she, we haven't really had this conversation yet, but you know, I, so I don't, I, I can't speak for her, but what I'm trying to say is I feel like, and, and without realizing it, I, I kind of put that blame on her. Well, this is the new me. You don't understand it. Goodbye from a distance. Love you from a distance. Not goodbye forever. That's not what I meant. But now I'm seeing that it may have been too difficult for me to grow into the new me with her by my side because as close as we all are, it changed me completely. It may have changed you guys a little bit and I know you loved him and I know he was like your brother and I know we grew up together side by side. But I think for me, it was different and I had to go through that. I think for me, I had to go through that on my own and learn who I am without her by my side. And so I think this is bringing back memories and bringing back some of these emotions that I haven't dealt with. And yeah, just realizing that like being around her is, it's not triggering, but I don't know. It just makes me miss him more. (laughs) And I don't even want to tell her that because I don't want her to feel any type of way around me. And I don't want to make it awkward. And it never really has been, you know, it's just like she had to move on, you know, she moved on and, you know, all the right things happened for her in life like they were supposed to. And for me, my journey is different, was different, became different, is different. And so, yeah, just a realization. And I'm only sharing this with you because you know, maybe someone out there is going through this or, you know, you'll come across this, but don't write everyone off. As I mentioned in previous episodes, there are going to be people who you will have to, you know, I wish you the best, but this is where we part because they're not going to understand the new you, but don't write everyone off, especially someone very close. They may not know how to process deal with the grief that you're dealing with, deal with you grieving. I don't know. Her and I will have to have a conversation about it to see, you know, if we really want to understand where each other was coming from. But for me, I'm learning that. I think I pushed her away a little bit for me to find the new me, discover the new me. So I just wanted to share that with you today. Uh, It's a lot. And I don't even really know what I'm trying to say here. I just want to share because I want everyone to know that I understand. And although our circumstances are different, you know, our siblings, your sons and daughters, every situation, every story is different. The pain is the same. And so I have to be real with you all. I have to share my truth. 
And the truth is that the last couple of weeks have been very difficult for me. I have fallen off the wagon and I'm trying to get back on. I didn't think I had because it wasn't as severe. And, you know, again, I'm not, I wouldn't say on the floor crying because I was at some point. (laughs) What I mean is I wasn't at rock bottom. Like I said, I'm not, you know, missing events and you can't find me. And I'm, you know, in my room with the doors closed. And so I just didn't think that I was, but the fall, the happiness and these milestones in this new book that I'm going through are really triggering my grief, my sadness, my sorrow. So just want to share that with you, whether you're day one, week one, year one, 10 years, 20 years, the pain doesn't go away. We learn to live with it and it becomes a part of our lives. I feel a little better. No, a lot better. I feel a lot better sharing my story. I didn't stay in that place. I'm going up and down, right? I'm, I'm not I have to function. I have to keep going. I have, you know, my family. So I, I'm, I'm okay. But it has been a struggle this past few weeks. So I will keep you posted. I'm sure everything will start going up here, especially after I shared it with you instead of crying by myself. As a matter of fact, I even got my phone out, right? And I was going to text. First, I was going to text my mom, but she was on the road. So I said, okay, I'm not going to text her. Uh, not that she would read it on the road. I'm saying like wherever she's going, whoever she's meeting with, I don't know, appointment, errand, whatever. I don't want her to, once she stops, read this and then start crying because I didn't want to do that to her. Um, and then I thought to text my cousin, which um, is like my sister. And so Rudy was of course like her brother. And, and I knew she wouldn't be bothered with it. Neither would my mom. I, I just... For some reason, I just held on to it. I just thought, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I do feel like I'm kind of stuck. I will say, I will say that. So I'm going to work on it. And, but yeah, I think I might be getting stuck. So, but that's kind of why I did that whole, like, I wanted to share, but then I didn't. And I know I should have, you should, you need to. Don't think you're a burden on anyone. We mentioned this, find that person. Find, you know, you, there's a cousin, there's a, you know, your your parent, your your grandfather, your I mean there's a there's a best friend, there's an aunt, there's someone that, you know, they don't have to be doesn't have to be right away response. But you know eventually they're going to look at that text message and just read it and thinking of him too, thinking of her too, love you, whatever it is they're going to say. But don't hold it in. Don't keep it to yourself. Just send it. I don't know why I didn't. I would have felt a lot better. So I do feel better. Thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I do want to end this episode with our song of the week. Bette Midler's Wind Beneath My Wings. It must have been cold there in my shadow. To never have sunlight on your face. You were content to let me shine. That's your way. You always walked a step behind. So I was the one with all the glory. It might have appeared to go unnoticed. But I've got it all here in my heart. I want you to know 
I know the truth. Of course I know it. I would be nothing without you. Did you ever know that you're my hero and everything I would like to be? I can fly higher than an eagle, for you are the wind beneath my wings. So this song, the entire song, hits home. I love this song, and this song definitely makes me tear up. For me, this is my brother. From the day I was born, he allowed me to shine. And I'm not even quite sure why that was. He allowed me to reach my fullest potential. And he did everything he could to create an environment where I would reach my fullest potential. That was him. He just always let me be the one to have all the glory. And and not that he was ever like a forgotten child or nothing like that. It's just he was the big brother. I was the little sister. And he worked hard to make sure that I was always shining. And I think I've mentioned this before. I wasn't sheltered. He did not shelter me, but he was my umbrella. So when there were storms, I was covered. I knew what was going on around me. I could see it because I wasn't sheltered, but I was covered. I was protected. He was my umbrella every day. He is the wind beneath my wings. My brother is the reason. He's the reason why I got to shine so bright. And when he died, my light went out. And I'm trying, I'm trying to turn it back on. But yes, Rudy was and continues to be the wind beneath my wings. I love you, Smoggy. You are my best friend, my other half. You are my everything. I thought we were going to grow old together, raise our families together. Not that I'd always have you. We were going to take care of mom and dad. I still cannot believe this happened. I still can't believe you're gone. I still can't believe we have to do this without you. But we will continue to honor your memory and live out your legacy and finish what you started. I promise. Give me the strength. Let me understand what I'm going through right now and go through these feelings. Give me the strength, please, to keep moving forward, to enjoy life, to enjoy the joy. Give me the strength. I love you with all of my heart and soul. I will never stop talking about you. You will never be forgotten. To me, you are perfect. I love you so much, Smoggy. Again, thank you all for listening. I appreciate you taking the time and just going through this with me. At this time, maybe here's where the guilt comes in. Like at this time, at this point in the healing process, I should be strong enough to carry you all. But for whatever reason, the autumn blues triggered this and I'm feeling guilty that I can't be stronger. So that's my truth, everyone. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Please reach out to us if you relate, if you want to share your story. We would love to have guests on and share their story and maybe talk about some of your experiences going through these stages. If you have gone through some of these stages, please reach out to us. Our website, www.welcometotheclub.com. Again, that's www.welcometotheclub.com. And you can reach out to us on the form and 
let us know that you'd like to be a guest. We do phone interviews, so you can phone in from anywhere and let us know. We want to hear your stories. You can also follow us on Instagram at welcome, the number two, the club 2023, and listen to us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. And again, we'd love to hear your stories. Please let us know if you'd like to be a guest. Until next week, stay strong. Know that I'm with you on this journey. I may be further along, but know that I am with you on this journey. And I too am going through these emotions. And I wish us all a better week. Until next time. Bye.